clutter takes up too much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I'm Steph McGuire, a professional organizer, and the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast is here for those who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. If you're ready to get your home organized in a way that truly supports you and shift your relationship with stuff, that's what I'm here for. So let's get into it. Okay, you've either sorted through your stuff and separated out what you don't want anymore or you want to do that, but you don't know what to do with what you don't want anymore. Do you try and sell it or just donate it? There's no one size fits all answer to this. For some, it might be a good idea to sell heaps of items and then just donate some. For others, it might be a good idea to pretty much donate everything and then just sell one or two valuable items. It would be great if we could just wave a magical wand and turn it all into cash, but that's not how selling stuff works. There's a lot of effort that goes into getting people to hand over the money for it. Is it actually worth the effort? It definitely depends, and I'll spend this episode going into all the different nuances around selling stuff. Donating is easy. It gets it off your hands quick, and as long as the stuff is clean and it's an accepted item that that charity shop takes, then you can just load all your crap into a car, drop it off, and it's gone. And it's making a positive impact. It's filtering secondhand goods into circulation and the profits of the charity shop is connected to a charity. It's like donating money to charity and creating an affordable secondhand market. There are a lot of things that are valuable at an op shop to the customers, but not valuable to the average Facebook marketplace shoppers. Lots of little low price random items would sell in an op shop to the people that are standing there in front of them paying $5. But it's unlikely that someone's going to go chat on Messenger with a stranger, drive five suburbs over to meet up at a specific time for a plain black t-shirt. So donating is easy and has benefits to the community and to you. But what about the benefit of selling stuff? Making money from your unused stuff lying around is cool. Some people have made serious cash selling their unwanted stuff. It requires effort. How are you going to sell it? Facebook Marketplace, Gumtree, eBay, Poshmark, or other sites. In person, you can sell at a secondhand market or have a garage sale. There's the hassle, the time wasters. While you've got people messaging you for stuff, you feel like a customer service representative in your spare time. It can be a common occurrence to have six people messaging if an item is available, three of them send a second message looking interested, and then that one of them that was actually going to buy it never shows up. I do think that there are ways that you can sell more effectively online attracting fast, serious buyers. Some tips I would have for selling more effectively online are to start with good photos, a few angles, good lighting. And while you're there, take measurements. You can even take a photo of the measuring tape on the item so you don't have to type it out. People can see how long, how high, and how wide it is on the actual measuring tape held up to the item. A good description can help avoid stupid questions. If you're selling a bunch of items, you can copy and paste a template description so you're not typing everything out again. 
describe the product and use any keywords that people might be searching to find something like it. And finish with the suburb for picking up and even better if you can say what days or times are best for pickup in the description, then people have that information straight up and can tell you what time within your availability that they can come. Or say how much postage will be. And finish with a call to action. What do you want someone who's serious to do? Call you if it's on Gumtree maybe? Send a message saying when suits you for pickup? That's a really good one. Like I like to put at the bottom, if seriously interested, message with a time that you're available to pick up. The clearest description that tells you all the details that they need to know, that's the best way. And I recommend using a computer for quick processing if you're uploading a bunch of items. Take the photo, upload them onto Google Drive or whatever to get them onto your computer, and then use the copied and pasted description template to make the 5, 10, or 50 items that you're selling. And then just go into each one and add in the specific details about that item into the template. Set boundaries around pickup times. Maybe even state on the listing, weekdays from 6 to 7 p.m. is best for pickup. And if you're posting items, know what that process is going to be. What's your plan on getting it to the post office and paying for the cost and all that? Now, if you're selling in person, like at a secondhand market, then there, are, then there are also things you can do to help sell your stuff. You wanna make it easy and attractive for people to have a serious look through your items. Having racks with clothing hung up makes it easy for someone to walk into the store and skim through your items. A suitcase on the ground might have bargain hunters down there rummaging through it, but most people will either not bother or just have a flick through the three items on top. Having a few tables with things up where people can stand and have a look through is going to help. You want to have pricing clear and maybe do something to make your store stand out, like a big sign that says prices from $5 or brands include whatever popular or exclusive brands you might have, or even sizes 8 to 12 or whatever. You want to do all the little things that can increase the chances of someone coming in and buying $40 worth of stuff. And if you're lugging a bunch of stuff to the market, have a plan for afterwards. I recommend trying to sell everything you can at the market, giving deals, reducing prices throughout the day, and then at the end of the day, stopping by the op shop on the way home and donating everything that didn't sell. Otherwise, all that you have decluttered can become clutter again in your home. I've explained a bit about selling and a bit about donating. So should you sell or should you donate your clutter? It depends on your circumstances. Is it worth it? How much time do you have and does it make financial sense? The time it takes to create and manage a listing online can be a lot, depending on how many items you post. And the selling in person at a stall or at a garage sale takes half a day plus organizing effort prior. Stall fees, set up and pack down. Do you have the time to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you enjoy the process? And how much do you value your time? If you take home $40 an hour in your job, would the time you put into selling your stuff be a similar or more income? Maybe if you're a stay-at-home mom with little regular income, it could totally be worth it. If you're financially secure, busy working full-time amongst other responsibilities, maybe it's not worth it and loading your car up to do a big op shop drop-off is going to be better for you. 
It basically comes down to how much do you need the money and how much do you need your time. What I think works best for most people is to donate most things and then try and sell a few valuable items. Maybe $40 for a GHD straightener, $60 for a bundle of size 4 kids clothes that your kid grew out of, $40 for a kitchen appliance that has a retail price of $200, and all of the random things that are still in good nick but aren't worth your time, load them in the car and take them to a local charity store. Oh, and even with selling online, you have to plan for that afterward. Knowing what you're going to do if things don't sell and give yourself deadlines. Maybe reducing the price for one last week and then the items that don't sell before that, you donate them. It can be a good idea to do a big decluttering marathon on all a part of your house. So then you can gather up all the things that you'll be able to sell or donate all at once. Setting your boundaries around donating things after trying to sell them. Then there's just a short time frame after you declutter that you've got your sell stuff there and then you'll donate the rest and then you'll be finally free of all the excess stuff. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you find the information about selling and donating your unwanted items helpful. Remember that there's no one right answer and it ultimately depends on your personal circumstances. Whether you choose to donate or sell, both options have their benefits. Donating is easy, makes a positive impact, clears up space in your home, while selling can be more work but it can also earn you some extra cash. If you do choose to sell, be sure to do those things that optimize your experience selling. Thanks for tuning in and happy decluttering. Thanks so much for listening to the entirety of this podcast 